0: I can't wait for you to hear these inspiring stories, so consider this podcast your backstage pass to the Winter Games. Well, you know, Fitz, it's one of those things as you're growing up, what do you do as a kid? I was told many times that being an amputee, I couldn't make these certain moves.
1: That was a moment where the sport changed.
0: I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick for Hearst Television, but you can call me Fitz. Welcome back to the Call Me Fits podcast. We are just wrapping up a USA Curling press conference, and so we're here with Skip John Schuster. Um, your third time at an Olympics, does it get different? Fourth? Oh my gosh, he just held up the number four. I forgot one. Four times. Well, same question. Does it get any different to you?
1: Uh, it gets a little bit different. I think, uh, you know, the the floating that happened going around the opening ceremonies the first time was uh, was a different. Uh, was a different experience than than the the next three, and I think even the anticipation was a little different. Whereas this time, I was just ready to ready to get here, and people saying you're getting excited, and I was like, it's not an excitement as much as it is like a um, like you just want to get here, join Team USA, and then uh, then get your competition going. And I think um, you know that's that's been the biggest biggest differences for me. But um, it definitely the opening ceremonies this time meant a little bit more. I think. Well, I can't even. Maybe not, but it uh, it was fun just just being there, something that we did you know as a four year basically journey together it's right. been uh, it's kind of the culmination of that, at the opening ceremonies and hopefully be the culmination of that, standing on a podium.
0: I think that's a good plan. Uh, You know, something that is a little different is you're now a father of two, and I have two children as well. And I know once you have that second one, like the whole world gets a little bit more complicated. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about, you know, just your preparation, getting into the games. And and I found as a parent, it was a lot easier to put things into compartments. And in some ways it it improved my job performance because I was very focused when I needed to be. And
1: that's exactly it. And you know, for me, uh, you know, my wife and I just sometimes remind me like, be like, hey. I mean, not that she needs to remind me to go to the gym or go train or anything like that, but she's like, if this is going to be what you're going to do, you know, I mean, you got to. This is what you're going to do, and uh, and yeah. So. And then it's, you're going
0: to take out the trash. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I mean that's but that's what it, that, I mean. That essentially is my is my day on uh, on a weekday when she's at work. She's a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Um, is I'd bring kids to daycare, head to you know if I if it's not a day where I'm working um, at Dick's, then it's a uh, head to the gym. And then get done to the gym, and then head to the curling rink. And if it's summertime, it's head to the gym. And then when I get home from the gym, I, you know, get something in my body. And then then it's, you know, hopefully working at uh, at, at stuff around the house. So um, <laughs> it's very I'm, glamorous. I'm not. I've, unfortunately, it's not my forte uh, housework, but um, I do try my best, and I do I, I do all the cooking and, and kitchen stuff in our house. So it's um, it's been fun too because I've um, I, I've just. There's there's nothing in my life I love be more than being a dad. So. It
0: is good stuff, isn't it? it now, is. is your family here with you?
1: Uh they're here, but they're not with me.
0: Well, no, they <laughs> frown on that in the athletes village.
1: Yeah, no, it would be awesome, but no, they're uh, they're over here. They've they actually went to opening ceremonies um, the other on on Friday night and uh, and so then when we got done walking I actually made my way up and found them in the arena and got to take some pictures and oh. and spend that uh, share that moment with them and that was that was really something that was special and then um, once we start curling, then uh, they'll be in the stands, and and you can listen for uh, my four-year-old and two-year-old leading uh, leading our entourage in in USA cheers.
0: I love that. I love it. How complicated is it to plan travel for families?
1: Um, you know, it's it's extremely complicated, and I think we're grateful for the amount of time we had to do it. Uh, I mean, but even even once they got here, you don't realize when you look on a map and you see okay, there's there's Sokcho where they're staying, there's, and there's Gang Wong and there's the Pyeongchang and wherever the stuff is, you sit, you don't see the mountains that are between all this stuff. So we got here. I'm like, oh boy, like you can't see where you're going half the times. You're having to drive around foothills and over the top of things. And um, but yeah, they've uh, they had a really really bad travel day yesterday. So um, I know every day from now until when we compete, they're gonna try to go out and get it smoothed out. Where by the time we start playing games, that they're able to get to them um, in a uh, reasonably smooth fashion.
0: Yeah, I've heard some athletes who will tell their families, you know, please try not to be like texting me non stop that you can't find this or you can't find that. But it's hard if you're a dad. You know? Yeah, so how do you how do you kind of um, still kind of facilitate that and and be dad and and husband but still at the same time focus? Um
1: no, that's um yeah you know, I was yesterday my again my family had a huge struggle getting around here and, and my wife all she did was tell me about how awesome that my child was and that he um, was what you know kept them sane during the day it was like they get they get to a, run to a bus and they get there like yes we made it to the bus before <laughs> whatever this is the one that's going to take us to such and such and i mean literally they went to hockey and or they tried to go to a women's hockey game last night and went to the wrong hockey venue and they ended up at the olympic park and they had speed skating tickets as well and they got there after the last race had been run so they got there after the thing ended so oh. um but again he was just had a great positive attitude it's you know
0: the funny thing though his probably his favorite part was the bus ride
1: uh, yeah, no. <laughs> His favorite part was actually when I showed up the speed skating venue after the, and it ended, and, and we got to hang out for for ten minutes. Cause uh, you know he he and I are I actually stayed at home with him for the full two years. They didn't have daycare at all, um, so it was really a yeah. Um, he and I have a, a really tight bond, and he's he's my little buddy for sure.
0: Let's talk about a little curling. Um, sure. It seems like each each Olympic quad that the American public understands curling much more which I think is really exciting and people on t- with the televised um, yeah. events have really said that it's, it's almost become like a cult thing to them that how much they enjoy watching it. It must be really fun for you guys to have not only the support but support that actually understands the game a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you definitely, I mean sitting at this press conference my first Olympics four years ago, I mean there's reporters in there being like so what you're playing on is actually ice. That's not some kind of plastic. <laughs> and that's something that you'd never get asked anymore because because of the presence we have. We've had Curling Net in America the last uh, four years. That really has helped carry on like people's, basically, um, it's carried on curling in the public eye enough where when we got here that people, it didn't seem like it was gone for four years. So um, it's it's definitely been fun to actually now talk a little more curling Uh, with with the general public
0: we have I live in Northern California we have three pretty good-sized curling clubs where I am now and and they're active
1: yeah no that's that's the greatest part like I mean we have I mean the the Twin Cities Minneapolis st. Paul area used to have one curling club for the entire Twin Cities and you know they have five now and then I mean there's a there's a curling club down in Charlotte North, North Carolina that is dedicated ice and all they do is curl there there's a curling club in Atlanta Georgia there's a I mean curling clubs down in California I know like our friends down in LA have a Hollywood curling club that they've been trying to get dedicated <laughs> ice because they have so many dedicated members down there and these people travel all over the country to play in bond and they like, do That's it. a
0: good problem to have
1: they do it the way we we used to do it up in the upper midwest is everybody used to bonspiel on weekends and um, and that was where people trained and now like we have to go play on the world curling tour which is generally in Canada and a little bit in Europe and we have a few events in the US but
0: what is the best part of the Olympic experience since it's, it's four times
1: uh, it's just being part of Team USA, like the whole team. Um, you know, opening ceremonies was fantastic, but getting to staging of opening ceremonies and seeing seeing the, the rookies who are all, like, experiencing it the first time, but also seeing the familiar faces and, and the friends and t- of teammates I've met through other sports, uh, seeing one of my great friends, Aaron Hamlin, carrying the flag for us, um, along with, you know, Chris Mazder, who's, you know, a, a loser that, you know, he comes up to me, he's like, hey, man, like, the USA house and everything everything going on is up in the mountains this time like you can come crash on our floor because you know back in 2010 the entire Luge team crashed on our floor for the last four days of the olympics in our in our village seriously because they didn't yeah because the <laughs> mountain village was up in whistler and they wanted to be where the action was in Vancouver, and uh yeah so it's um it's really been a giant part of that um is there of that anything you're
0: not crazy
1: about um
0: anything in the village that just drives you crazy or
1: honestly nothing Nothing? Um, no being being olympian is just awesome it's uh i mean the i mean team usa and and our clothing people make us feel like and and it's funny cuz i feel like when you're wearing these clothes like you're just one of and then like you get home and you're like okay and all of a sudden you have a giant usa on your back you're like well can i really wear that around like i don't know but like here it's just like so perfect and um it's just being part of the team that i think is my favorite part of being in the olympics
0: all right well we wish you luck in this olympics <laughs> thank you very your much fourth olympics fourth yeah. <laughs> thanks for the save there by the way <laughs> how do we follow you are you on social media i
1: i am on social media my uh it's my twitter handle is Shusti schusty s-h-o-o-s-t-i-e 2010 because Twitter was brand new in 2010, and that was uh, what I decided to throw on there after, and I've never changed it. Um, but uh, the easiest way to follow us more directly during the Olympics is at Team Schuster, either on Facebook or Twitter, and that's going to be um, what's going to be updated the most. We have somebody that's um, dedicated to uh, to sharing our experiences uh, with, with the public, and it should be should be fun to, to be able to follow us along here throughout the Olympic process on, on our team Schuster, both on Facebook and Twitter.
0: All right, well, thank you so much, John. We appreciate you joining us on Call Me Fits. And if you would like to keep up with my Olympic adventures, I don't have a team doing it for me like you do. I got to get that the next time. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at KCRA. Fits. you can follow me on Facebook at KCRA Deirdre I have my Olympic blog Deirdre's Diary which you can find through our KCRA news app and then of course our podcast Call Me Fits: the Road to the Winter Games is available on Google Play iTunes Stitcher and I'll always have links on the social media sites I think that pretty much wraps it up John's still staring at me like are you still talking yes I am John <laughs> hey good luck enjoy the games
1: thank you very much